This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that spits the greatest hits of history one day at a time. I'm Gabe Luzier, and today we're talking about the controversial origin of the first commercial rap recording in music history, the iconic and lengthy Rapper's Delight. The day was January 5th, 1980. Rapper's Delight by the Sugar Hill Gang became the first hip-hop song ever to break into the Billboard Top 40. The single landed at number 37 for the week ending January 5th, and it later creeped up a spot to number 36. The song's appearance in the Top 40 signaled the transition of hip-hop from a largely underground art form to a mainstream commercial genre. It was a clear outlier among other popular acts of the time, like Kenny Rogers, ABBA, and Casey and the Sunshine Band. But many Americans were itching to leave the disco era behind, and Rapper's Delight provided the brand new sound they had been looking for. It's unlikely that you've never heard the song before, but just in case, it goes like this. I said a hip hop, the hip it, the hip it, the hip hip hop, you don't stop the rocket to the bang bang boogie, say up jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie to beat. Now what you hear is not a test, I'm rapping to the beat. And me, the groove, and my friends are gonna try to move your feet. You see, I am Wonder Mike. In the 1970s, Hip-hop wasn't well-known outside of the music scene in the Bronx and Harlem. And even in those neighborhoods, you couldn't walk into a record store and buy a hip-hop album. If you wanted to hear MCs rapping and DJs scratching, then you had to go to a club or a house party and hear it live for yourself. At the time, pioneering performers like DJ Grandmaster Flash, DJ Cool Herc, and Curtis Blow weren't recording their music. In fact, they worried that if they did, people would lose interest in their live shows and the little income they were earning from their music would disappear. That may have been true if the only audience for hip-hop were the people who lived in the neighborhoods where it was first being played. But one New Jersey businesswoman believed the music could actually have much wider appeal. Her name was Sylvia Robinson, and in 1979, she experienced hip-hop for the first time, like most other people in those days, live at a nightclub in New York City. She was amazed by a DJ named Lovebug Starsky, who was spinning R&B records and leading the crowd through spoken word rhymes set to the beat. She later recalled the moment, saying, quote, I saw him talking to the kids and saw how they'd answer back. He would say something every now and then, like, throw your hands in the air, and they'd do it. If he had said, jump in the river, they'd have done it. A spirit said to me, put a concept like that on a record, and it will be the biggest thing you ever had. Sylvia had no ties to hip-hop, but she did know a lot about the music business. Throughout the 1970s, she found success as an R&B singer, both in a group and as a solo act. By 1979, she had made the switch to producing, and the untapped potential of hip-hop seemed like a promising next move. Rather than approach an existing act, Sylvia decided to put together a brand new group herself. 
She enlisted her son, Joey Robinson, for help in finding a good MC, and lucky for her, he knew just the guy. Joey drove his mom to Crispy Crust Pizza in Inglewood, New Jersey, to pay a visit to one of the employees there, a man named Henry Jackson, a.k.a. Big Bank Hank. Jackson graciously used his lunch break to audition for Sylvia, which he did by climbing into the back seat of her car and rapping along to a backing track played on a cassette deck. Joey had also scouted two other promising local MCs, Guy O'Brien, a.k.a. Master G, and Mike Wright, a.k.a. Wonder Mike. They joined the impromptu audition, and when Sylvia liked what she heard, she dubbed the newly formed trio the Sugar Hill Gang, after the Sugar Hill area of Harlem. All of that happened on a Friday afternoon, and by the following Monday, the group was ready to record their first track at a studio in Inglewood. That's a quick turnaround for a whole new song, so the group opted to put their own spin on an existing rhythm track instead. Sylvia chose the hit disco song Good Times by the band Chic as the backbone of the recording. However, since time was tight, no one reached out to the band for permission to use the track. That decision eventually led to a lengthy lawsuit, which was settled out of court for an undisclosed sum. When it was time to record, Sylvia threw on Good Times, and the three rappers huddled around a mic in the cramped studio booth. Sylvia pointed to each rapper when it was their turn at the mic, and despite having barely rehearsed, they made it through the epic 15-minute track with hardly any mistakes. It was a good thing, too, because Big Bank Hank didn't have much time to spare. He was due back at the crispy crust within the hour. If you're wondering how the fledgling group came up with 15 minutes worth of lyrics in less than 72 hours, well, they had some help with that too. Big Bank Hank actually took most of the lyrics from his friend and fellow MC, Grandmaster Kaz of the Cold Crush Brothers. Kaz later described the interaction, saying, quote, Hank asked me if he could borrow my rhyme book, so I just threw it on the table. I was kind of nonchalant about it. I'm not thinking anything is going to come from it. And if it did, by happenstance, then alright, well, hey, he comes from us. So if there's any trickle down, it'll trickle down to us. And as far as trying to protect myself, we didn't know about lawyers and publishing and writers and mechanical royalties or nothing like that. We weren't part of the music industry. In the end, Rapper's Delight did what no one, including Kaz, had expected it became an international hit. And even though Kaz didn't make money from the song, or even get a writing credit, he never sued the group. Instead, he chose to keep moving forward, eventually signing to Tough City Records and releasing his own albums. For hip-hop purists, it's bittersweet that Rapper's Delight became most listeners' introduction to hip-hop. From their perspective, there were other rappers much more deserving of the honor, ones who wrote their own lyrics and came up with their own beats, or at least asked permission to use somebody else's. But there's no one element that made Rapper's Delight a great song. Instead, it's everything working together. The bass line of Sheik's track, the clever, unexpected rhymes of Grandmaster Kaz, and the raw vocal stylings of three MCs who had just met three days earlier. 
The beats and lyrics may have come from other artists, but Sylvia Robinson, Big Bank Hank, Master G, and Wonder Mike put their own spin on all of it, improvising in the studio to make the song their own. When Rapper's Delight was released in December 1979, it was a smash hit from the start. It shot to number four on the U.S. Hot Soul Singles chart, and eventually peaked at number 36 on the Billboard Hot 100. Outside the U.S., the track was even more successful. It topped the charts in the Netherlands, Canada, and Spain, and made it into the top five in nine other countries. All told, the 12-inch single sold over 2 million copies, proving that there was plenty of interest, and money, in hip-hop recordings. Despite the unusual origins of Rapper's Delight, the song was a game-changer for the budding hip-hop genre. The Sugar Hill Gang never had another hit, but every rapper and group that followed owes at least a small debt of thanks to the group that paved their way, even if they'd rather not admit it. I'm Gabe Lussier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you'd like to keep up with the show, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thanks to you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.